During the season of Lent, our contemplation and prayers center around the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus. This is the heart of the Eucharist that we celebrate at Mass. How did the Mass, this Eucharistic celebration, take its form? How did the early followers who believed that Christ was the Son of God celebrate this mystery? I invite you to walk with me to the upper room in the city of Jerusalem where it all began. The Passover with the Disciples On the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Where do you want us to make the preparations for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time is near. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover meal. The disciples had asked Jesus where he was going to celebrate the Passover. Little did they know how important and how significant that particular Passover would be in their lives. Jesus had told them, as we read in the 26th chapter of Matthew, to go into the city to a friend's house. There were to tell the friend, the teacher says, my time is near. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. You and I, together, we glory in the name of Christian. We, too, are invited to the Passover. As we look at the table, there are so many things, but two things catch our eyes. One is a stack of unleavened bread. In Hebrew, this bread is called matzah. Then we notice there are four cups of wine. We, the disciples, will have just one cup, out of which we will drink of the cup of the fruit of the vine four times. Say therefore to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will free you from the burdens of the Egyptians and deliver you from slavery to them. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my people, and I will be your God. You shall know that I am the Lord your God, who has freed you from the burdens of the Egyptians. These four cups stand for the four promises made by God and which are recorded in the sixth chapter of Exodus, which we just heard. God promised, I will bring you out from under the burdens. I will deliver you from slavery. I will bring you salvation. I will take you as my people, and I will be your God. These four cups are cups of blessing or mitzvah. Each person sitting at the table will have a cup, which will be filled four times in remembrance of the four promises. But let us now focus on the third and fourth cup, glasses of wine. Jesus would hold the third cup, 
emotions are running high in the heart of Jesus. Our minds go back to the wedding feast of Cana. His mother had told him of the embarrassing situation of the wine running out. And Jesus made a puzzling statement, my hour has not yet come. Now at the Last Supper, we are given an insight into that hour. It was the hour in which Satan, the prince of darkness, would hold sway. This hour is not just 60 minutes of our time. It was a period of time, three days to be precise. Jesus started with the traditional blessing, Baruch Atha Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam. We may not know Hebrew, but we would probably recognize the English. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, ruler of all creation. It is a prayer that our priests say today over the bread and wine in preparation of the gifts at Mass. It is a prayer we have taken directly from the prayers of our Jewish ancestor. This third glass of wine is the cup of redemption. It is the third promise that God made and about which we read in Exodus chapter 6. Jesus would take the cup and praise God for all his goodness and gifts, especially the gifts of lifting burdens from our shoulder, freeing us from slavery, bringing us salvation, and making us a special people. Mm -hmm.